Welcome back in to Talking Catholic. Did you know that no sooner than the mainstream media and their co-conspirator, who we call social media, decided that Joe Biden was the next president of the United States, did the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops fall into line and issue a congratulatory letter to Joe Biden? The president of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, Jose H. Gomez, Archbishop of Los Angeles, stated that we, meaning that he and his fellow bishops, because he isn't speaking for the faithful here, he says, we acknowledge that he, Joe Biden, joins the late President John F. Kennedy as the second United States president to profess the Catholic faith. Interesting choice of words, to be sure. Archbishop Gomez does not state emphatically that Joe Biden is a Catholic, but merely that he professes, that he claims the Catholic faith. But even that is a lie. Because while Joe Biden does claim that he is a Catholic out of his mouth, his actions all the more loudly profess that he rejects and hates the Catholic Church and all that she believes. This statement by the Catholic bishops was just one more betrayal of the faithful. But they have a lot in common with Joe Biden, don't they? He hates you and they hate you. He hates Jesus and they hate Jesus. And like my friend Joseph Scambria stated, that the United States cardinal, um, cardinals, the, the bishops, and the bureaucrats at the Vatican are thrilled about Joe Biden becoming president because they have a lot in common with Joe. They both grow children. They both launder money. And they both made dirty deals with the Chinese Communist Party. That's true. But there's something deeper here that should deeply concern you and compel you to fast and pray for our church. Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Notice this. At every turn in 2020, the bishops betrayed us. The vast majority of them, if from the way they handled the, the, the cases of priests abusing children during the 70s, 80s, and 90s. If, if, if we did not already know from the way they handled that, that the bishops, the bishops seem more inclined to evil, more than ordinary men are, then 2020 should have reminded you that these men are in league with Satan. Heading into the spring this year, news that a pandemic broke. And the first response of the bishops was to undermine your salvation by refusing the sacraments to you, by shutting down the entire sacramental system over a strain of superflu. They could have done anything. They could have done what they're doing now by spacing out their already empty churches and requiring that people wear masks and that the elderly and, and vulnerable stay at home. But they didn't. They just shut down a, the entire thing, an entire sacramental system, without any care whatsoever for your mortal soul. And still, till today, they still have not restored for us the obligation to attend Sunday Mass and Holy Days. If that were not enough, for this entire year, they had a heretic who kept telling his, his sparse audiences that he was a faithful Catholic, running ass touting his faith. And at no time did the bishops correct him or issue a public clarification about what it means to be a faithful Catholic, what that looks like. Then this man who was nominated, and they remain silent. No statement from the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops or Bishop Gomez was silent. All the leaders at the USA speak, um, um, Cupidge, Dolan, Gregory, silent. Sure, yes, yeah, some bishops come out later and release YouTube videos talking about how the Catholic um, should consider abortion to be the premium issue when they vote. But most of these bishops didn't say anything until millions of people had already cast their ballots in the mail. Too little, too late. 
A man who advocates for abortion, who promises to expand abortion, the, the abortion genocide against blacks, a man who officiated same-sex marriages, a man who has openly stolen another man's wife, fondled children in public, is a man who these bishops have dared to call before man and God a professing Catholic. Imagine that. So what should we do? If you watched my, my last live stream, Town Hall with Father Altman, um, someone asked um, the, the question, what can the laity do? Should we hold back um, money to hold the bishops accountable? And money seems to be the only option we have. But these people gave up billions of dollars, sold land and churches to settle lawsuits from sex abuse victims. I don't think they really care about money or our money. They, they, they wouldn't have shut down. They wouldn't have shut down masses for months and still and not obligate us to the day if, if they really needed our money. I think they have a source of income, a source of wealth that is more reliable than us. I think so. So what should we do? As I said a number of times before, the church, which is the body of Christ, must have her own journey, her own journey of Christ, where she imitates his life, which means she must also endure her own passion. And we are in that part of the passion journey now when Christ is being betrayed by Judas. And therefore, so are we. So are, are there many Judases in the church today, amongst the ranks of the bishops? And they are betraying us because it is their path. They are the sons of perdition. So what do we do? Do you remember that, that um, what, what Jesus was doing during Judas' betrayal and what he was calling his disciples to do? They were at the Mount of Olives, which symbolically they were at the height of peace, the, the Mount of Peace, which because the olive branch is a sign of peace. So while they're in that place of peace, while, while they are there, Jesus was telling them to pray that you may not enter into temptation, telling them to keep watch and pray, telling them to rise and pray because the Son of Man is going into the hands of sinners. Today, these scriptures are being fulfilled as you're hearing. And it is your duty as disciples of Christ to fulfill them by keeping watch and praying. I know that does not sound glamorous. It doesn't sound clever. It doesn't sound as sexy as organizing into sales and taking back this country. I know it sounds passive, but it's not. The world is just simply inclined to evil. It, it just is. Whenever they are given a choice, the majority of the world will always choose evil over good. They will always follow their sinful nature and their sinful inclination to reject the original virtue. They just will. And that is why hell is not empty. So let us remember what hour we are in and what Jesus has called us to do. Keep watch and pray. Keep watch and pray. But until then, until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours. Hey family, if you like this video, please feel free to come back and watch more. Also, please hit that subscribe and notification button. And I'd like to thank those right now, those of you who have become supporters of my pages on YouTube and Facebook. And if you have not already joined my pages, please click the join button on YouTube and the support button on Facebook and check out member perks. Uh, members will receive things like early video releases, free copies of my um, audio version of my books, have your name listed at the end of my videos as supporters, and at the highest levels, supporters who um, join, they join my book club and will receive a free book of my book of the month. But most of all, please keep me and my family in your prayers and I'll keep you in mind. Peace.
that's just fooling me once. Boom, we can't get fooled again.